Okay, so welcome back to the Goon Squad podcast. Um, Optimistically named Goon Squad because assuming anyone actually listens to this, we will be collectively known as a Goon Squad. Um, Anyway, so uh, our game on uh, Saturday, yesterday, was against Huddersfield. And uh, I'm sure everyone who was in attendance or watched... uh, probably enjoyed that really uh, you know a lot um the result that is the actual game was a bit of a snooze fest didn't exactly highlight the things that we like to highlight and um yeah so i think uh <laughs> the first thing we can say is that the, the the three points in the bag was very nice um i i somewhat said to uh, my my girlfriend that I think that this game is going to be harder than we anticipate. I think the problem is is that it's after you've had a game against Spurs that you've smashed them in, then Man United where not so much smashed them in but still got a, a reasonable result. You, you come home and you play Huddersfield. You think to yourself, whether you're doing it on purpose or not, surely you're thinking to yourself, this is going to be fine. We're going to stroll this game. Um, and I And I think that it's... You know, it's one of those things where I'm sure the, the when the manager goes, oh no, we're not taking this slightly, blah blah blah. They they they're being truthful. Um, I'm sure that the players themselves aren't purposefully taking it easy. I think it's just natural. You think this is going to be less of a challenge. The problem being that even the worst teams in the Premier League are pretty good. Um, I, I was going to put in a little sort of a snide remark about Cardiff uh, there, but they've actually got a, a win under their belt against Southampton, mighty Southampton. Um, so you know, whatever. I'm not going to go, not going to go slagging off any team particularly, uh, even though I kind of just did. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, it was a bit of a snooze fest. It it wasn't a particularly enjoyable game. I mean, don't be wrong, the goal itself was really good. I really enjoyed it. I feel like if that was uh, Wayne Rooney and he shinned it, it would have been goal of the season. But um, certainly for for Torreira, that was a banger of a goal. I mean, how he was standing where he was unmarked, um, I don't know. But uh, fair play to Aubameyang for finding him. Um, yeah, it was really a good goal uh, in what was otherwise a bit of a... Uh, snooze fest of a game well snooze fest is probably a bit harsh i've seen worse games but at the same time from an arsenal point of view um we didn't exactly go to town um as you might expect on on a team like huddersfield um so one of the things that i definitely want to speak about is the uh, I, I would say the referee but i think more more specifically the uh, simulation and the three yellow cards that Arsenal players got dished out for simulation in that game. Um, it's a bit awkward because I, I hate diving. Um, and I would say that... they that I, I would say that the ref definitely got those right. I think I think probably with the exception of Xhaka. Uh, I don't think that Xhaka particularly dived. I, I don't think that he particularly claimed for anything. And I think that everyone at the time thought it was the Wolves... Uh, the Huddersfield player getting um, booked for persistent little niggle foul, niggling fouls. Not specifically that guy, but um, Wolves as a whole. Um, I was quite surprised to see that it was Xhaka getting booked. Um, mainly just because I kind of felt like... I, I mean, in fairness, when I thought it was a yellow card to the uh, Huddersfield player, I thought that was a bit harsh. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I certainly didn't think that he dived. Um 
it was just he just fell over. Um, but I think Gwendozi definitely dived because he, you know, he was in the penalty area. He thought he was going to get fouled and went down. I don't like him. I don't like him whenever any team does him. Uh, and I can't say that I like it when our team does him. So, yeah, that that was a, a dive. Um, I, I can totally understand that, like, uh, was it a Leicester player or uh, was it Leicester or Everton player not that long ago? They got sent off for diving. Um, I feel like he just anticipated he was going to get hit, but that's really neither here nor there. He didn't get hit and he went down. So, you know, that's pretty poor. Um, Mustafi's one, I think he definitely did get touched, but I don't think that you could consider it um, a touch which was commensurate with the way that he went down. So, you know, again, I don't really have a massive problem with that. Um, so, yeah, I think probably... I mean, don't be me wrong. I think that in another game that they may may well have got away with them. Uh, m- maybe more so Mustafi than Gwendozi. Um, I think that the ref started giving out yellow cards like they were candy a bit early in, and for not that much in that game. Um, I suppose I don't really think he let it get too far out of control. Um, no one got sent off, so I guess that's good. But at the same time, um, I think Socrates Socr- uh, uh, and... Um, Mustafi will miss the next game. I think Mustafi might miss the next game anyway because he looked to pull up, pull up with a hamstring injury. Um, so hopefully that was, um, hopefully that was just Mustafi wanting to have the afternoon off rather than a proper serious injury. But you never know. Um, we seem to be going through players like uh, um, I'm trying to think of something that you go through quite regularly. Um, going through players like daily contact lenses. Uh, analogy but anyway we seem to be struggling a bit with some injuries at the moment which is uh you know it hasn't been the case for a while I mean as Arsenal fans if you've been an Arsenal fan for more than a few weeks uh you've you've definitely felt the pain of uh injury ravaging the squad but that it seems like we've been relatively immune to that for a while um I mean obviously the start of it all going a bit injury tastic was uh well a break in his ankle um but certainly now we seem to have um, a bit of a defensive quandary. Um, I mean, I'm not entirely sure what's going on with uh, Mavropanos. Uh, he, um, on the website, it says he should be back in December. I mean, we are in December. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Um, would be nice to see uh, him get back and take advantage of the opportunity presented to him by the um, injuries that we're having at the moment. Uh, it was nice to see Koscielny on the bench, uh, getting ready to come back to playing. Um, Monreal actually got on as well, so that was good as well. So I don't think the defensive injury situation is as quite as dire as it could be, but at the same time, we're not exactly um, rolling deep, uh, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I think... But there's people going, oh yeah, we need to buy all these defenders and stuff in the uh, in the transfer window in January. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure it's quite that bad. Um, we, I mean, I suppose it depends on people who know about the in, the state of the actual injuries and stuff in the uh, in the squad are probably more better placed to to make this assessment than random people on the internet. But certainly, um, I think it depends as well. I think if Emery wants to continue to play free at the back or what, um, because. You know you've got you've got to do what you've got to do and have the players to play the the way you want to play, um, which I'm not entirely convinced. Um, if we're going to play free at the back, we've got the amount of depth that you might want there. Um, 
so yeah that's that's a bit awkward um and you know it'll be interesting to see i it, i mean obviously emery's going to need to buy players that he wants i don't I, you know and i think uh, i can't remember who it was exactly but one of the uh, the upper echelons of the arsenal management did say uh, that they don't think the january window is particularly the one um but now we've got long term injuries to Welbeck and to uh, um holding maybe needs must um but, but then again maybe they think we've got enough cover in the uh, in the um in the squad in terms of youth players and people like uh, Ainsley Maiton Niles and El Nenny who can drop in there and do a job um i mean i'd certainly feel a lot better if players who are midfielders were not playing in defence but you know it's not like we haven't done reasonably well before with players playing out of position um but yeah so that that is what it is um it was quite good from an arsenal point of view to see um chelsea beat manchester uh, manchester city um not so much because of the league or anything but just more because that's another team who won't be doing the uh an invincible season and i realize we're only like 15 games into the premiership um so there's still plenty of time for every team to lose some more games but uh i think now it's just Liverpool who hasn't hasn't lost a game, um, and for some reason, I, I don't think I'm alone here because you look at the sort of media reaction. Uh, only the only team that anyone seemed to seem to be considering uh, capable of repeating the Invincibles was Man City, um, and I kind of feel like that's probably justified in that I, I you know having seen Liverpool. Don't be wrong. Liverpool on form uh, are absolutely devastating and and, and quite enjoyable to watch, um, but certainly some of the games in the Champions League where they've just <laughs> not shown up have been uh, quite eye opening. And you kind of think, well, eventually they're going to have one of those days against the Premiership side and they're going to not go unbeaten. Um, I mean, it remains to be seen. Obviously, uh, I'm sure people thought that Arsenal were, were going to slip up continuously when we were, had had a season unbeaten, but certainly I I feel like. Um, well, I mean, ultimately, I suppose uh, I don't know whether Liverpool have played Man City. They were both unbeaten, so if they did, it was a draw. Um, but anyway, they'll have to play each other again if that is the case. Um, and then, you know, if Man City beats them, then yeah, invincible season's over. Uh, another thing that we don't have to, I mean, not not worry about. I mean, I'm not worried about that happening. I think that if you were to try and convince me that Man City achieving the unbeaten season was as impressive as Arsenal achieving the unbeaten season, I would still disagree. Um, I wouldn't say that it wasn't impressive. It obviously would be impressive. But if you have basically the the financial power uh, to to buy any player that you want uh, and have the best manager in the in the debatably in the world. Um, you know, is that as impressive as Arsenal doing the unbeaten season um, when we were competing on an equal footing to most other teams? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it is. But I'm sure that that wouldn't dampen any Man City fans' enjoyment of a scenario like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to drag this out for too long. I mean, there's not a lot more to say. Um, hopefully, um, Mustafi can get fit again I don't and I realize that 
That's quite a strange thing for me to say. Um, hopefully Mustafi will be fit. I think that's more from a cover point of view or depth of squad point of view than an actual, I think Mustafi is the greatest defender in the world. Um, I certainly don't think that. But at the same time, I don't think he's played terribly bad in the last couple of games. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, he's back and playing again soon. Also hope that uh, Aaron Ramsey's uh, niggle gets sorted out and he can uh, he can get back in the squad. Um, I don't. I feel like there was another injury, but I seem to have forgotten it. Um, anyway, I don't know. But that that I haven't, I haven't had time to watch the game back again, or indeed read many, much of the press uh, around it. So I'm probably gonna uh, have said some stuff which seems pretty ridiculous when I um, look back on it. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, but anyway, I, I I might do another podcast at some point before our next game uh, assuming anything exciting happens uh, and I'll speak to you then uh, if you want to message me up and speak to me about anything let me know where you found the podcast let me know if the audio quality is okay or any of that stuff um, find me on twitter at charles greg c-h-a-r-l-e-s-g-r-e-i-g uh, I'd love to hear from you take it easy